I was thinking about, as I often do, how do I want to open the show? What is the most important thing for you and for me to hear right now? There's so much going on. There's so much to catch up on, focus on, fight for, fight against. But this is what I want you to hear. This is what I want you to hear. There is no white knight that is going to save you. There is no white knight that is going to save this country. We are the knights. It is up to us to do it. And it doesn't mean we will. We may never try. But it is not someone else's battle now. This is our battle. And if you aren't going to fight, no one else is going to fight for you. If you don't want to fight for this country, if you don't want to fight for the future, if you don't want to fight for the better future for your children, no one's going to save you. There is not a white knight coming. Batman, Superman, superheroes don't exist. Patriots exist. Americans exist. Courageous people exist. But that's you and me. No one's going to save you. You are the knight that you've been waiting for. So get up and fight. Today we are going to be reviewing where I think we are in different places, what's going on in case you've missed it and haven't been paying attention like I have. I've been glued to all my sources. There's even a conspiracy segment we can talk about a little bit. I haven't confirmed confirmed it with my in, internal sources, but I've seen a lot of people, credible accounts that I follow um, talk about it and speculate about it. So it may be true. I mean, if that's good enough to share with you guys. Welcome to the show. My name is Matt Williams. We're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Put in HTBT in the memo field. You'll get a sweet mug like the one you see behind me. And you'll get tons of other benefits as well. Thank you for supporting the show. You help us. When we get deplatformed, you'll help us build, be building a platform. We have the app. You will provide the ability for us to continue to bless you guys and be an encouragement to you. So thank you for everyone who has subscribed and those who are going to continue to subscribe. Email me with any questions, thoughts, comments. Matt at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. Really appreciate hearing from you guys and sharing the show. The show still continues to do great. Even during the holiday week, it's still been by far better than the average for the year. So thank you, everyone, for watching. All right, so I don't even know where to start. Well, I don't remember if I covered this before, but Sidney Powell not only filed a lawsuit in Georgia, but also in Michigan. And in the Michigan report, we finally realize and confirm there's some suspicions beforehand of what, what this was, the Kraken. You may have heard of it. What is the Kraken? Well, it turns out it is the 305th Army Military Intelligence Battalion in the Army. They are stationed in several different places in the United States. But one of the places in, in is in Arizona, and I believe that is the specific um, place that the, is doing all of this work that Sidney Powell is referencing to. And basically, the Kraken is a code name. And you can go look this up on the Internet yourself. It came, I think I saw the latest article was back in 2003. 
the Kraken was an actual program that the 305th Army Battalion used and is using, apparently. That was surveillance and being able to track specifically a number of different things. And there's also weapons components and stuff like that. But there was one element of it that I was reading where it tracked computer systems and the different places and it traced and kind of put together all of the different backend networks that a system had. And I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that. But that is what the Kraken is. And I look forward to seeing how these lawsuits, because these are uh, serious charges. And as one Lieutenant General McInerney, which on a completely side note, I really wish, I really hope that you will, after watching the show, click on the link below. It's a snippet. It's a clip from another show where General Flynn and General Lieutenant General McInerney, who's a three-star general, right? He's not like some crazy loon. Three-star general, experience in, the, in the intelligence, is tracking all this stuff. He's the one who called it on um, InfoWars. He called in on one of the shows, and on, I think it was two days before the election. It was the week before the election, At you know, just to give a range to be accurate. A week before the election, he called what was going to happen in the election because he understands scorecard and uh, the Dominion software and all of this different stuff and the programs being used by uh, our intelligence agencies because he was in military intelligence. And he called before the election what was going to happen. It would look like Trump was going to win by a landslide and then slowly he would lose. And that's exactly what happened. And to be able to call that and in a way... In an election that's never developed like this, where the counts stop and where their counting goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I mean, they're finding new ballots and all of this stuff. I mean, he called it perfectly. That's exactly what happened. So he has some street cred and also with General Flynn. Obviously, General Flynn is a legit guy. He was in the Obama administration until he was being a actual, um, you know, patriot and going against the flow and standing for what is right. And Obama hated him. And that's why he got into all this trouble with the um, whatever act it was. I forgot what it was where it, something you talk to foreign officials or whatever. The Logan Act, that's what it is. And he got persecuted, but got pardoned. So he's back on the ropes and or back on the road. And I think he's in helping uh, President Trump, but that remains to be seen. So, man, what else? Oh, oh CNN. Okay, after at the end of the show, you got to gotta listen to the show. I like teasing you to make sure you wish to listen to this whole show. At the end, the CNN admits this weekend, CNN admits this weekend that Trump can just sit back and win. Now, he doesn't not, I don't think he needs to sit back. He needs to actually do a lot of stuff. But CNN admits this, and we're going to have the clip for you. Do not miss it. So we have Michigan lawsuits coming, or came, filed. Georgia lawsuit, I highly recommend it. I was trying to think of a way to kind of go through it with you guys, but you can just look for it on the internet. Um, I'm pretty sure it's still there unless it gets scrubbed. But there's a lot of interesting stuff in there to come out, like finding out what the Kraken is. Arizona, as of hearing this today, in the morning, there's going to be a hearing, just like there was one in Pennsylvania. From what I understand, Pennsylvania is going to be moving, based off of that hearing, to take back control of the delegates that are elected from the people they've delegated it to. <laughs> I hate using the same word in different contexts. But they so they delegated their powers of the election and to determine who the delegates are for the state, and it looks like they're going to take it back and choose Trump to be it, to be the delegates that the vote for Trump, and not Biden, which is good news. 
From what I'm hearing, though, there's some pushback from the representative side of the state. So if you're in Pennsylvania, make sure that you are calling and encouraging the Senate side and pushing the representatives. If we don't win this, guys, if Pennsylvania doesn't do this, the GOP is over. The American is over. America is over. The election is over. So make sure you remind them of that. No matter how spineless they are, they need to do what's right or their careers are over, too. So it's not really a choice for them. I don't know why they're dragging their feet, but they need to do that. But what's so we, there's some momentum there. There's some encouraging things going on there. And so in Arizona, it looks like there's something going to be happening there as well. So continue to be calling and supporting the legislatures and pushing them in the right direction in Arizona as well. There's a lot of good things happening. You won't know it by the media, but all you have to do is turn off the news. No long, Don't listen to Fox News anymore. Don't listen to CNN, obviously, MSNBC. Don't listen to any of those things. You don't need to. They're not giving you information. They're propaganda arms. There's no benefit of listening to them anymore. They're just going to discourage you, and they're just going to try to get you to believe the narrative that they are being told to push. And you could just look because they all sound the same now. They all sound the same. So just do yourself a favor and find other ways to get news. All right, so we got that going on in Arizona. What else do we have in uh, Wisconsin? There's a recount, and this has been interesting too, talking about propaganda. But in Wisconsin, <laughs> in Wisconsin, the recount happened, and everyone was making fun of Trump because Biden ended up getting more votes. But what really was the point of the recount was not because they thought they were going to win. Remember, we've been pushing this in Georgia. The recount does nothing without an audit. That is comparing signatures, making sure that the counts are valid. We're not doubting the math of people counting. Well, I guess we are kind of doubting. But we're not, talk, we're not doubting the ability of people to be able to count votes. We're doubting the systems. We're doubting the fraudulent activity, the legitimacy of the votes. And those are the things that need to be um, scrutinized. And so Trump tweeted this out. And I highly recommend this is if you want to know the truth or you want to know like more clear facts. And obviously it's one sided. But follow Trump, follow Lynn Wood, follow Sidney Powell, follow Jenna Ellis and Mayor Rudy Giuliani and the people they are retweeting. And a lot of them are going to be telling you more truth than anything the media is going to. So don't listen to the media and look for the people that are actually in the fight to get the updates and news. I'm telling you, it's great. But anyway, so Wisconsin, the point wasn't to change the flip the votes based on the recount, but it set up the ability for them to see the votes that they needed to challenge. Like this, they got records and they used it. And so there's going to be a lawsuit coming in Wisconsin for that lawsuit. All right, Arizona, Nevada is ripe with fraud. Um, there's a hearing that's going to be there. I haven't heard anything about what's how that's going to go. The judges haven't been, um, you know, <laughs> were, there hasn't been a good record with all the different challenges. Um, there's an, um, oh, geez, I forgot what the organization is called, but Amistad, something Amistad. They're filing lawsuits in several different states with very compelling evidence. And this is another good thing which, again, I don't have as much hope in this institution, just like judges, but the FBI has actually sought inquiries or inquired, I should say, to the evidence of what Amistad is um, presenting to in all these different lawsuits. So at least the FBI is doing something curious or some curious work and looking to investigate. And this is 
specifically, I believe, regarding people that were voting in multiple states. So they'd vote once in Arizona, once in Nevada. They'd vote in Michigan, and they'd also vote in Wisconsin. Like if they moved, they had they were in voter registrations on both um, rolls, and so they were able to vote in both. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. I don't have any faith whatsoever in the FBI. Um, they've been a terrible institution from the beginning, it seems like. So, uh, but that's just what's going on with that. All right, we got a video. We got some more stuff to cover. I'm going to go through some of the most important news I've seen on Twitter. So stay tuned after this break. But first, we got to talk to you about, we get to talk to you about Samaritan Ministries. How are you paying for healthcare? Are you considering options? Take a look at, oh, as you're considering options, take a look at Samaritan Ministries, a community of Christians who help pay one another's medical bills, all without the use of insurance. A broken bone, cancer, pregnancy, medical emergency. As a Samaritan member, you have control over your healthcare choices. Medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries. They help you get fair pricing and notify members who will pray for you and send you money to help pay your shareable medical bills. Healthcare sharing is biblical and affordable. Samaritan Ministries has three programs offering options that could fit your budget. Every month, members send their share amount directly to another member. A family membership of two or more ranges from $155 to $600 a month, and a one-person membership can be as low as $75 a month. Visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent to see what sharing program is right for you. You can become a member any time of the year, even today. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. Go support Samaritan Ministries, support yourselves, and support the show. SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. All right, let's check out this video. This is crazy, guys. So just this is CNN. Why why would they say this stuff right now? Why would they be um, coming forward and admitting this? It's because they know it's not looking good for Joe Biden. So, again, the propaganda is purposeful. It's trying to discourage you. It's trying to keep you from fighting. It's trying to keep you from calling your legislatures. It's trying to keep you from donating to these uh, these lawyers that are acting independently. These The Amistad Project, Sidney Powell. They're trying to keep you from fighting on social media. They're trying to keep you from fighting for your rights. But even they have to admit, even when it's like Fareed Zakari, not prime time or whenever he's on, it's at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I think it's during the weekend. They're going to come back and say, well, yeah, we did cover it. We did cover it. So that's why I think they're doing it. But nevertheless... This is worth listening to. It's a, I think it's a two-minute clip, but this outlines exactly a path that Trump can win still. Still. So pay attention to this and make sure you share this with your friends. If anyone else who's discouraged, anyone else who doesn't see the light, share them this episode just for this clip alone. Legal and constitutional that could enable Trump to stay in office without actually winning the vote. The system of electing the president is complicated because it was not designed to be directly democratic. The Constitution calls for states to choose the presidential electors who in turn gather to vote for the president. Over time, states have passed laws that ensured their state's popular vote for the presidency would determine the electors. But those are laws, not a constitutional obligation. Now, imagine the scenario during election week. Trump is leading on November 3rd, but Joe Biden pulls ahead in the days following. Republicans file objections to tens of thousands of mail-in ballots. Democrats file countersuits, taking account of the confusion. 
legislators decide to choose the electors themselves. Here's the worry. Of the nine swing states, eight have Republican legislatures. If one or more decide that balloting is chaotic and marred by irregularities, they could send what they regard as the legitimate slate of electors, which would be Republican. Democrats may object and file lawsuits. In some of those states, Democratic governors or secretaries of state could send their own slates of electors to Washington. That would add to the confusion, but that might well be part of the Republican plan. Because you see, when Congress convenes on January 6th to tally the electors' votes, there would be challenges to the legitimacy of some electors. It's possible congressional Republicans could decide that disputed states should simply not be counted. Suppose in the scenario Michigan's votes are invalidated, that would ensure that neither candidate would get to 270 electoral votes. At that point, the Constitution clearly directs that the House of Representatives vote to determine the presidential election. But it does so with each state casting a single ballot. If the current numbers hold, there would be 26 state delegations that are Republican and 23 Democratic with one tied. So the outcome would be to re-elect Donald Trump. Trump doesn't need to do anything other than to simply accept this outcome, which is constitutional. What do you think about that? You don't hear that on prime time. I'm honestly surprised CNN even covered it. I mean, they're so partisan hacks and shilling for the Democrats and the narrative. But like I said, I think they put it on and where no one's listening and no one's watching. So they can come back and say, yeah, we told you this was, op- this was an option. And notice, it's a constitutional thing. He's not being the totalitarian and all the things that he, the fascist, the dictator that the left paints him in. This is the constitution. Did you see how many states it took to decertify? They used Michigan as an example. Just Michigan. Have hope. Do not be discouraged, guys. This is not over by far. All right, let's go through some of these tweets real quick. I'm just looking through. This is an interesting one. So a lot of us on the profile, even mine for a little bit, until I realized that people had momentum and I could put my face back on and people were going to believe that this was a hoax. But there was that common graph where there was that line that went straight up where there was these dumps where Biden got uh, <laughs> got these like dumps where it was all Biden and no Trump. And so there was like this normal trend line and all of a sudden it would go straight up and then continue on. And that was just an impossibility. So basically, there's 8,000 precincts, and this happened in four of them. So this happened in four different precincts. It was Michigan and Wisconsin. I'm not sure how many precincts in each, but I know it happened at least once in both of those states. I don't know where the two other precincts happened in which states it was. But I was looking at some of the tweets on this and the statistician. So what are the chances that that happened legitimately? One in a billion. For four precincts out of 8,000 to have this glitch where 130,000, I think it was 87,000 was the other one, was purely Biden and not not Trump whatsoever in the data dumps to disrupt the curve and trend. The odds were one in a billion. One in a billion. It's absolutely incredible. (laughs) This is a good one. Georgia is a mess, guys. Georgia is ripe with fraud. Georgia is trying to give Philadelphia, Chicago a run for their money in election fraud. Even the Republicans, the Secretary of State in Georgia, uh, Kemp, I'm hearing from tons of sources that they are corrupt. 
Um, I hope that's not true, but I mean, they're not fighting. They're letting things happen that are absolutely insane like this. Technicians from Dominion, the software that has been counting our votes that have been uh, under suit and now are under investigation because Sidney Powell's lawsuits in Georgia have been dispatched to resolve the issue. So they uh, let technicians come and provide an update and fix the issues that there were a problem to be resolved. Could you imagine that? That's absolutely insane. Another positive note, because I want to leave you guys the positive note, and then we'll close with this because I'm running late. Rand Paul tweeted, thankfully, we need more senators to constantly be tweeting. Interesting. Trump margin of defeat in four states occurred in four data dumps between 1.34 and 6.31 a.m. Statistical anomaly, fraud. Look at the evidence and decide for yourself. And if you want to see that link, you can go to his uh, Twitter. But four states, the Trump margin in four states occurred in four di- four data dumps between 1.34 and 6.31 a.m. Statistical anomaly, fraud, or whatnot. Remember, it's one in a billion that this stuff happened. Stop looking for the white knights. Realize you are the knight yourself. Train yourself, prepare yourself, and get in the fight. We need you. We need every single person listening to the show to be calling, to be pushing, to be supporting in any way that you can because this matters. This is important. We cannot bury our talents. We have to be multiplying our talents and not letting people take them from us. Let us be... People, when Jesus comes or when we go to see our Lord and Savior that says, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what we want to do. That's what we want to do. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.